let me just say this. I've been watching back the podcast because I love me. Some me, right? And I've noticed two things in particular. One, I say the word um a lot. Um or uh. It's not part of my regular vocabulary, my regular speech. But for whatever reason, when I'm performing this kind of energy, I go, um, right? It's almost like a, a segue. It's a ship, right? My, my sentences are these different continents and pieces of land. And I, I ride the um and I get to my next thought. So I use it all the time. This um and that. Uh, what else? And that. Um, that. And I say it all the time and it's annoying me. So I'm trying to cut it out altogether. Number two is I grab the mic a ton. And we know this. I've talked about it on the podcast. I shake things up, you know, quite a bit, literally. And I want to stop doing that. I'm trying to make some real emotional character growth here at the end of the year. So I'm trying to cut it all out and put the maximum amount of effort that I can going forward into this podcast and myself. So, you know, full disclosure, I tried doing this about an hour ago. Speak! Hey, guys. One, it's two letters, not even a real word. Cut out all the ums, and I didn't do any of this. And it wasn't really funny. I just kind of talked. I didn't use any of my notes, really. I just sat there and just went. You know, I didn't really do anything. So I'm redoing it because I just want it to be fun, and I don't want to, like, psychologically it creates too much of a hurdle where I don't actually do anything funny or engaging or entertaining. So I thought instead of just stopping myself, I am going to employ a rubber band, right? Now, the object of the rubber band is twofold. One, to get myself to stop saying the ums, the uhs, and the jiggles, right? I don't want to be doing any of it, but also to, you know, snap in, <laughs> no pun intended, a psychological attack that anytime it happens to know there are repercussions. So, the, I mean, it works kind of just like this. Mother! Yeah! Yeah! Welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris, and I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Hope you guys are having a beautiful weekend, a beautiful time, a beautiful Friday, a beautiful whatever day you're listening to this on. Regardless, I hope it's great. And, you know, just checking in with you guys because it is the end of the season, right? This is a time where it's it's joyful and it's been ramping up. I've been saying it for weeks. We're going climb, 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 climb. We're ramping up. But we're towards the end here, which is exciting and sad, but also, you know, a little frustrating because we're at the, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Tensions get high. People are like, I'm trying to coordinate with you. My family got to go here, but you're going to your brothers and your aunts and your grandmas. We're trying to make sure things, I'm going to get you this, but you're getting him that. So who's getting this? Who's my secret Santa? Why do I have a gift exchange? What's going on? Who's making the fruitcake? Where are the cookies going? Why don't we have enough? And who's coughing on all these pretzels? There's a lot going on. Okay. So in the midst of all this chaos, just kind of relax a little bit and have some understanding for the other people that are going through all of that, that I just said. So Next time you're waiting in line trying to get a good deal or get some cookies or get some chocolates or whatever you people are doing on Christmas, just before you sucker punch your fellow friend and neighbor, don't do it too hard. You know, it's important to still, you know, 
mark the territory and make sure you're leaving a line and you know you gotta scrap a little bit sometimes but you know it's it's an important don't go full force okay have some respect dang it anyways hope you guys are doing great and having a fun time and i am as well did i touch the mic i don't think so yet we're still good so i am rocking man i love this sweater it's a or sweatshirt or long sleeve i don't know what it's called my brother said he said nice waffle shirt and i don't you know, it doesn't really look like a waffle. Some people called it a crisscross. Some people called it just a, a square pattern or knit. But I, I didn't, I've never heard of waffle pattern. And I agree when they just said, oh, it's like kind of just like checkered and crossed. But like waffles, it, correct or not, way more appetizing. So yeah, I'm rocking my new waffle shirt. And I've worn it before on the podcast. And here's the difficulty I'm facing outside of not touching the mic. But I dress up on the podcast more than I do in real life. Okay, I'll be honest. <laughs> I have one and a half shirts that I wear in my regular day-to-day -day life. And I don't want you guys to know that, even though I just told you. But I, I dress up. I'm a cartoon character, you know, figuratively and literally. I don't ever change my clothes, but I have to look at the podcast and be like, did I wear this shirt last time? Was that How many weeks ago was that? One, two, three. Okay, fine. We're good to go. Send it on in. So I've been waiting to wear this shirt again. It's been a few episodes. Glad to have it back. Glad that I'm feeling good. And uh, it's an exciting time, dude. I'm also rocking this new green polo hat, which is just fresh to death. Minty fresh, even. Um, oh! I got it from my dad. <laughs> and... He gave it to me because he got it. And I said, Dad, is that your hat? And he said, yes, son, it is. This is my hat. And I said, it's a really cool hat. And he said, you want it? You can have it. So my dad's generous. Quite literally just gave me the clothes off his back. He, uh, in the end, he was like, well, you know, the truth is, boys, that I just, I don't think it looks as good as with on my, you know, tough exterior. Because my dad's a very tough guy. He's very intimidating. That's just kind of you know, the energy and aura that he gives off. It's it's kind of thing when you walk by, you know, you clench, you tighten up. And, you know, he didn't think it was going to yeah, just mash as well. So he gave it to me, and quite honestly, I think he's wrong. Okay, this green hat looks good on anybody, but I didn't tell him that. I thought he actually looked great in the hat, but if I would have said that, he would have taken it back. So we're going to keep that just to ourselves, right? Um, oh, yeah! So, <laughs> uh, I got this fresh new hat, man. It just goes sometimes, goes to say, goes to show. Sometimes if you, you know, just keep some of the honesty to yourself, you can walk away with some fancy new clothes, fancy new things. What else is happening, dude? Anything else on that end of the spectrum? No gifts. I guess it's an early Christmas gift. Talk about my uh, early Christmas gift for my dad last week. You know, we got him the team as a again. And I came, I got him in, dude. I got all, I got like all my gifts pretty close to it. Um, again, my dad, I keep giving my dad tape measures and he knows that because I've mentioned on the podcast and I asked him, you know, my mom was like, why'd you say that on the podcast? You could have totally gotten away with it. But I asked him straight up. I said, dad, like, what do you want for Christmas? Like, actually, he's like, well, son, you know, if you go and give me some tape measures, if I can get about, you know, two or three a year or something like that, that's pretty much my ratio. I'm going to go and get through these things. I'm like, all right, you got it. So he knew what he was getting from Jump Street, right? I don't know how he's going through tape measures so fast. It's like he just measures one. He's like, yep, 28 inches. And he just gets rid of it, just throw, you know, I have no idea. But he likes them every year. I'm going to get them. on Christmas, on his birthday, on Father's Day, for the rest of his life, I guess. Because now I got him packed. I know what he likes. And I know it's not green hats. Well, at least until he figures out he looks good enough. But regardless. Ah, uh, frick. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Man, I have to go to the bathroom so bad, and I almost went before the show started, but I didn't. I'll tell you why. Because my aunt sent me an article. It was a little thing that said, you should drink more water because when you have to pee so bad, you stop caring about other people's problems. No, 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 <laughs> no, not problems. Um, <laughs> it was... Ah. It was when you, when you have to pee so bad, you stop caring what other people think of you. That's what it was. Come, you, don't, you don't become like an ignorant douchebag. That's not the case. That's not what I was trying to say. Um, when you drink a lot of water, you got to pee so bad, you're only focused on where's the next bathroom. Okay. So this is something I've done quite a bit and it helps actually truthfully sometimes you got to go number two number one something in between whatever the case is when you're you have urgency in your mind uh you can't think about anything else super clearly because it's it's the it's the over like urine the need to urinate is the strongest emotion you can have you know if you're like having a bad day and you're like oh i broke my elbow this is the only thing i'm feeling right now is i can think about this or you you hurt this and then a greater pain on your leg happens you feel that one dominantly that's kind of how urination goes when you have to pee so bad it just it exudes it it it, it entitles it encapsulates all of your feelings into one so uh <laughs> yeah when you have to pee so bad it just kind of overtakes all the rest of the the kind of fears or anxieties you may have. And I, when doing the podcast and you're trying to give it comedic value or make sure I'm funny every single five seconds, which is not how podcasts go in general. It's supposed to be kind of relaxed and we just talk and have fun. But I I, I get into a headspace where I think, I, this got to be funny. Five, four, three, two, joke. Five, four, three, two, joke. Five, four, three, joke. You know, I got to be ahead of the curve sometimes because you don't want to get too, you know, routine. But I, I tried to not go to the bathroom. And I was like, dang, there's actual science to it. Because, you know, that truth be told, most of these episodes, I have to go to the bathroom. It's a little trick I've been using that I didn't know was even real. And I've used it recently in that, all, that callback I was talking about in the last week, which, by the way, severe anxiety going into i don't know why but callbacks callbacks are tricky I, I i have performance anxiety like in general i've kind of overcame it but callbacks that's an, an improvised callback where i'm walking in and you're like you well, you you want to be as prepared as you possible but you can't actually prepare and i don't know what i'm going into and i kind of already have the job because they're like hey we're only have a select few people and you're like ah, all you gotta do is just not mess it up just do what i did before but i don't know what to prepare for so you walk in there and you're like ah, i don't want to mess it up and it was super scary, man. Although as soon as it started, I'm like, oh, I'm locked in. I know exactly what we're doing there. But it's a fear of the unknown. So I tried not going to the bathroom during that as well. Um, <sighs> but anyways, I that one didn't work with such high levels of anxiety. So it's not a be all end all. I was just very stressed and I had to pee. And they're like, why are you jumping in the scene? I was like, <laughs> you, you don't want to know. So I'm doing that as well and I have to go to the bathroom. But we're having a good time. We're having a good little little session. I'm trying not to worry about what's so funny and what's good and what letters I do or don't use, right? U-M. It's like I got to remove these two little Scrabble pieces out of my puzzle, okay? These don't fit in my sentences anymore. Throw them away. So here we are. We're left just kind of being here and just being one-on-one, -on -one, guys. What else is going on without the U-H that I would have done before? Not much. 
I almost did it again. Look at this growth. The pain that I'm feeling on my left wrist right now is proactively making me, you know, become something better than I've ever been. So not much is going on. I've been noticing a lot of interesting drivers. I'm not saying bad drivers per se, although a few of them are. I was just kind of realizing that there's so many different perspectives and people and things you see. Like, one, you should never stereotype people because it's not good. I don't even mean like like racially. Never do that. But I mean, in general, you see people doing things. They say, don't judge a book by its cover. But sometimes when it happens enough times, you're like, okay, well, this isn't even a new book. This is like eight sequels later. So when I see people driving these Dodge Challengers around, they're usually like, 16 year old kids and they pop out either they're richy rich kids or I, they've used all their money there and they just drive to the dollar tree right after these kids are usually jerks right these, they're flying across the parking lot 80 miles an hour freaking diagonally eight cars almost got hit i was one of them and they're honking at me to get out of the way i was like dude you're off road how are you what are you even doing um <laughs> yeah so these people are usually pretty you know off the boat and whatever and I'm trying to realize that maybe you shouldn't, even though that is the case, I shouldn't be stereotyping. Although I haven't seen one that isn't a douche yet. I'm just saying that I probably shouldn't. And the, I, I'm adjusting it only because I bumped it so far. That does not count. I saw something else that broke against my stereotype beforehand. And that's like, oh, maybe I'm going too hard on the douchey Dodge Challenger kids. So normally... When you see cars that are just blacked out, okay, I'm talking black to the nines. It looks like, you know, the Adams family. It looks like a black cloud. It looks like goth. It looks like anything that's darkness. You know, it looks like the only song they're playing in there is, I see a normal car and I want it painted black. And they ice the thing, okay? It's dark, dark as can be. And when you see that, windshields, car, everything galore, and the underglow too, you're like, okay, probably, listen, Again, not smart to stereotype, but this is just normally how I feel. I say sketchy person. That's just the way that it is. Because if you're hiding, you don't just hide to hide. That's not how people work. We don't just you do whatever. You only hide if someone's seeking or if you're hiding from something because you're doing something that's not to be okay. Right? Who runs unless being chased? Nobody just runs. We don't just run to run. We run if something's behind us, like police. Or you're doing something that you shouldn't be and you ice the freaking thing and you murder out your car as much as you can. So I saw one of these. Normally I say, okay, probably sketchy guy. Probably have to know good. Because most of the time when you see someone pulled over, it's like that. And I saw a car like this and it was murdered out. I'm talking rims. The little white logos on the tires too. Gone. The grill, the taillights, the windshields, the freaking, the little emblems on the front of the car. Even if you got a little peek inside of the thing, there's little, there's little, uh, what's it called? Scent? The little Christmas tree scent? Black eyes. Okay. This guy, it was murdered out. And the more I saw this car as it came around, it was a minivan. And I thought, this is a little shake up on the usual. Guy rolls this down, got a full family in there. I'm like, whoa. So some people, I, this, this, my whole perspective has shifted. There can be people with the murdered out cars in the underglow. Super cool. And, you know, I don't know what to think. Maybe he's, he could still be sketchy. I have no idea. Maybe it's just like when you're a gangster, but you also have a family, you know, so he's got to have these people on the back. He's like, what? We're getting, we're, I'll get you the happy meal. I'll get you the happy meal. Mm, you know, so it just kind of made me think about my perspective on things because, 
Um, I looked down at it and I said it. How ridiculous is that? Psychologically, I connected the thing and went, <laughs> no more. We're growing. We're getting better. How many minutes was that since the last one? Four? I'll take it. So anyways, I'm, I'm learning and you kind of adjust, but you know, it's, I'm like 94 and one as far as getting these people. But I also didn't get to know the guy. He could still be edgy or whatever. On top of that, I've, I've seen just, you know, there's just weird cars all the time. I was driving down the highway, saw a guy, it's a, a car kind of taken apart. It's spray paint on the side and says, I'm fine. I'll put the photo image. <laughs> and there's broken hearts all across it. And it says, I'm fine. I'm fine. Person was driving very fast. And look, again, I don't want to assume anything, but I, I don't feel like you're fine. You know, you see that? I'm like, well, you know, I, this person needs a good hug or something, but you know, not a hug. I'm not a, I'm not a big hugger. That's not that I'm a big hugger. I just happen to know that high fives work marginally better, you know? My actual opinion on everything. Listen, COVID kind of changed things up where people stopped hugging and handshaking. You know, it's just it, it's not the same anymore, and and people don't really hug. But I've always felt, and I've said this on the podcast, that high fives are way better than anything, any sort of affection that you can offer me, because a hug, it, it yeah, it's warm and it's like you're wrapped. But a high five is not only just a, a coming together moment, a physical contact, but it's an impact. You are throwing your bodies as hard as you can at each other with a sound that reverberates through your soul. It's a good feeling. Somebody's like this, and you go by and you just bang. I got, I bet you they go like this. You know, that's just, it's not a lot, but they smile a little bit. So I'm just trying to say, maybe we stop hugging just as much and, you know, throw a couple of hands out there. It's just, it is what it is. I don't know what you have to do, you know, with other cultures. No disrespect to them. I know, you know, some of these people, they, they bow, Japanese, and um, a lot of people are handshakes. You're dapping people up. Some people are huggers or like the Italian, the Greek people, you know, they'll hug and they kiss you on the cheek which is listen i want to be a part of the culture i want to be hardcore italian and whatever that is as much as you know i can be but that's a hard thing to get by you know the first time someone did that to me i was like weft what, 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 what? like he was trapping me in and it didn't help that the guy was drunk too so i was like did you just burp in my ear dude it's not comfortable at all there's no way that you could like and it's not something you can do with anybody it's like yeah oh Hey, okay. Handshake, a simple head nod would have done just fine, my brother. So, very uncomfortable. I would have loved a high five in that situation and any other time someone's ever tried to do that. Dude, I don't even kiss my own mother on the cheek, okay? I don't like it. I don't want to be a part of it, but it's fine. It's cool. It's just, it's the culture of the things, but I'm not saying any disrespect to them, I, although I kind of just did, but I'm just saying, listen, I'm one of you guys, but let's just, this... This feels good. You can high five yourself. I guess it's called clapping, but you know, if you do it with a certain amount of authenticity, I feel like I'm being, if you like sit on your left arm long enough until it gets numb and then you feel like you get high five from somebody else, that feels good. There's a certain uplifting feeling and power you can receive from doing that. Didn't say it. All right. As far as Christmas gifts go as well, see how weird that is? It's super strange though to connect, right? It's like I just teleported. I'm, I'm over here and I got I to gotta get to this new land across the ocean. And you're like, what? He's just the teleport. He's just there. He didn't fly. He didn't sail. Where was the right? I just started. I just started talking. I just started talking. But anyways, 
as far as Christmas gifts go, I'm pretty much done. Like I said, the tape measures. My brother is the hardest and the easiest to shop for. I haven't even asked him what he needs, but I know, okay? Because my brother, my older brother, he's he's very steely. You know, he's, he's just one of those people where he, he's, he's just a grabber. You know, you know these people where they just, they, they see and they grab and they, they can't help themselves. It's just kind of the way they're built. They have some sort of psychological thing where it's like, uh, yeah, it's like a moth to a flame. And it, you know, for better or for worse, maybe they're going to burn up. But the thing is, they just can't stop grabbing. He's like those little sticky hands you get out of the, the quarter of any machines. Like, oh, mine! That's who he is. You try and correct him, but it really doesn't have any effect. It's more along the lines of Door the Explorer. Swiper, no swiping. And he just goes, oh, man. You know, it doesn't really do anything. So with that, with all his, you know, his grubby little five-finger discounts, I've learned not just what he wants, but what he needs. Okay, he's stealing clothes, HDMI cords, connectors, adapters, and the big thing is these, the, you know, the USB plugs, the outlets. He takes them all the time, comes in here, stealing from the office and whatever. I'm like, where did this stuff go? I know I didn't lose. I've talked about this before. I do not misplace things, okay? I don't lose anything. And like I said, if I lose in a tournament, if I lose a game, a professional sport, I'll say, listen, I misplaced my victory. That's just where that it is. I mean, I don't say that. I don't misplace things. I forget what I was saying. Point is, I should probably, you know what, discipline just for oh, losing train of thought. Hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> um, oh, I said, oh, what the crap? Yeah. Whoa. Anyways, my brother steals some things. And it's gotten to the point that even if something does go, if he's not even home, he was in another state for months. If I lose something, I'm like, I know you took it. I don't know how, when, or why, but I know you have it. I don't know how you've done it, but I know you've done it! Okay? So, if anyone's looking for Christmas gifts for Joey, I would say get him some USB adapters, some HDMI cords, you know, HDMI adapters, extension cables, whatever, you know, just little things. So I just keep a running tally of the things that he's taken, a pair of jeans, a shirt, a hat, a hoodie, and you keep a running tally of his misdemeanors, and I tell him up, I'm like, oh, so this is what you need. And it's cool. It works out. Almost. Not today, son. I'm getting better even though my wrist is on fire. Working out, guys. We're just, I, I got no segue. Working out. What is it? What it is a good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again now. It's not good for anything. Okay. I've been working out pretty hard. Talked about this. Been bulking for a while. You know, you're giving it all you got. That's a song I work out to. Um, I've been working out pretty hard. <laughs> and the more you do it, you're just desperate for these little gains, these micrometers of size that you could put on your muscles and i don't know for why some sort of primal thing that i must think well if somehow some way i had to fight into a bear and look as big as possible that will lend a hand right i don't know why you do it it's it's not always just for health or, or physical look but you keep doing it nonetheless and it's hard not because it's slow but because you're sore all the time right you start out overhead pressing 135 pounds and you up at 140, 150, 160. And the day after, I'm just as sore as I was on the first day. I've been doing it for like two years now. The level of soreness doesn't get any higher. If you're pushing yourself, you keep achieving rock bottom, which is a weird area to be in. 
So it's it's hard, especially with like leg day and and having a car that's low to the ground. I'm like, ah, I can't. Why am I doing this? I can't get out. I can't get up, dude. Freaking putting my to the grass, you know, ATG kind of squat style, and it's it's rough, man. It's a rough life. I don't know if I want to continue it, but I I will say this: everything is flipped. Diet doesn't even make any more sense. The last episode I was talking about, I was eating, wasn't getting any muscle, just getting fatter. Now. Don't really feel like I'm getting muscle, but I'm just getting skinnier and I'm eating more calories than ever before, which people might be like, screw you, dude. You get to eat 4,500 calories and you lose weight. Yeah, I don't. I but I can't solve it. What's the, what's the, is it's math not a thing anymore. I don't know what happened. It just went out the gates. So almost got me really dealing with that. And it's just meals, dude. Meals are tricky because you, you've got a meal prep and, and healthy food doesn't taste good. We all know this. Don't act surprised when you oh, almost grabbed it. That was a new one. Don't act surprised when I say healthy food doesn't taste good. If you're like type at your computer to listen to the podcast in the background. What the, did he just did, uh, you gotta be writing an email complaint or something? I don't know what you're doing. But yeah, you heard me right. Healthy food sucks balls, dude. It's terrible. There's not a healthy food out there that tastes good. And if it is healthy, you have to dump a lot of crap into it to make it taste good. Case in point, chicken. Chicken's healthy, but when you start adding your oil and your freaking breadcrumbs and your egg and your flour and tossing it into something, chicken by itself kind of suck, right? Chicken by itself kind of terrible. It's not good. And there's no point in dumping all that stuff into it. By the time you make it, you're like, why didn't I just eat a Pop-Tart? Because it's just, it's just so much. So it's hard. It's hard because it's, it's got to taste bad. And I've gotten to the point where I don't try and make things taste good. That's just who I am as a person. And people are like, why don't you do that? Why are you just eating this buttload of slop? Why don't you try and make it taste good? It's so terrible, you say. Make it enjoyable. I talked about the yogurt before, my plain Greek yogurt. People are like, put some fruit in there. Whatever you're going to do to make yogurt. I don't know what you would, but if you want to throw some fruit and granola, try and make a parfait. Point is, it's so bad that not only what I just said, that if you throw so much in stuff, it's probably not going to be that healthy to begin with. But it's so bad that I know for a fact, if I shovel and shoehorn my time into this bowl of yogurt, I can only bring it up from a D plus to a C minus at best, which is like two great points. Okay. That's not worth it. It's not worth the time. Okay. It's the same thing with the chicken. Why don't you put some seasoning, do whatever, make it, whatever. Right. I can't make it. I can't bring it from the D plus to a solid A. If I could do that in eight minutes or so, and I'm averaging four points a minute, I would do it. But I can't, I can't just uplift this thing like multiple grade point averages in a single setting. That's not how it works. So I'd rather, you know what? I'd rather keep my time and just go through this crap because I can't, I can't even, I can't even get an A. Can't even get a B plus, right? It just, it's just gonna be bad because healthy food's no good. It's the same kind of philosophy when you go outside in the winter because we live in Ohio, and people are like, "You gotta warm up the car. Go outside, turn the car on, crank it up a thousand degrees." close it, come back in, warm back up, 15 minutes later, go back out in the car. And I say no to that. That's just stupid philosophy, and I'll tell you why, okay? I freeze easily. So by the time I walk out there, and I jingle through the ice and get my car door open, I'm cranking the heat up, and I close it, and I get back, and I try and warm up, I'm already frozen, and it takes me a long time to warm back up. So I'm, I'm warming, and by the time the 15 minutes is up, I'm like, okay, 
car's probably warm now. I'm going to go outside and I freeze again. And then by the time I get back into the car, that's another 15 minutes. I'm kind of like warming back up. That's like 30 minutes of the frost. Okay. So why don't I just walk in there and just cold start it. And as the heat's warming up for that 15 minutes, I'm warming up for the 15 minutes. I've just halved my frozen time. Okay. You're wasting too much time going back and forth and back and forth. The trade-off, the time is not worth the, the grade point that I'm going to get. It's, it, was a, it was a C experience. And the best I can get is maybe a C plus or a B minus tops. It's just not worth it. You got to think about your time if you're trying to maximize it during the stressful holiday season. I don't know what to get my older brother. Not the one that steals stuff with the other guy. So if you listen to this, you know, slide back on messages and I'll pretend I didn't notice and I'll just get you it. And we'll both have the little exchange of like, oh, God, believe you knew. But it's cool. It's whatever. Didn't get me. You almost got me, dude. What else is happening? Not much. I was looking at my notes. <sighs> oh, it's right here. I get, The more I feel the pain, the more I go, ah, and I can't get it out. How far are we? Oh, we're about 30 minutes into it, feeling pretty good. Yeah, not much has happened. It's really just been the food, dude. I, I, I did mess up my chicken. I made my chicken even worse. I mean, again, chicken was just bad to begin with, but I did it kind of uneatable. You know, you're not supposed to leave raw chicken out. I do hear this. People say, if you have raw chicken, one, don't eat the raw chicken, <laughs> but two, you shouldn't just leave it out. Now, I forgot about the raw chicken I left out because you were I was trying to make some of the food and you meal prep it in advance just have more healthy food on deck just crap that way you could just kind of shovel crap shovel crap shovel crap and that you know it's a whole psychological thing I won't bore you with the details point is I had some of the chicken I made four servings or so had three of them put them away and I had the fourth one I was going to be making later put it in just in the oven just so you know no one else could get it i could have put it in the fridge or the freezer forgot about it i don't know why and it just kind of uh it just kind of hit me that you know sometimes you just do stuff that i don't I, why why did i do that i don't know i told my mom i was like why did you do that why did you do that and you can't you can't be eating that now i did eat it it was still crappy regardless i didn't really notice because like i said i'm eating d plus food all the time anyways it struck me again when she said that. She's like, why'd you do that? And I didn't have an answer. You know when, like, when you're a kid and you get in trouble and you do stupid stuff and you, you know, throw a water balloon off a rail and you hit somebody. Why, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? I don't know. You know? It's like you never actually have a, a, a good logical answer and explanation for why you did a certain thing. It, it shocked me back to that. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was lazy, but I... It, wasn't any less work to put it right here instead of right here, you know? So it just occurred to me, man, I, th I thought I thought about that. I mean, that happened so often when I was a kid. I would poop out of a tree for no good reason. And I still don't have a good one. I got in trouble. Why'd you do that, son? Why'd you do that? Why would you climb up your neighbor's tree and poop out of it? I don't know, Dad. I don't know. I really, I don't, I don't know. I still don't know. You know, the thrill, I guess. Well, I'm afraid of heights. But I guess, dude, when you have to go to the bathroom really bad, all other emotions just cast right out. So, yeah. I've told this story on another podcast. There was a time where <laughs> my... It was just me and my dad were home. And <laughs> he, he had walked inside and he said something to me. I don't know what he said, but in my brain, I was five years old. 
I wasn't five year olds in my brain. I, I was five year olds in my brain. I heard, Tristan, I'm going to need you to get a cup of water and I want you to pour as much water as you can right here on this spot on the carpet. Verbatim. Heard that completely, right? He walks back into the garage, working on the car, whatever. I'm five. Okay, Dad, I'll do it. I go and get the cup. I can remember it. And I, I, I went and I filled it up. I'm dumping. I'm going back and forth, filling up, dumping the spot. Filling up, dumping the spot for a good 15 minutes. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, was this all he said? And I thought about what he said. And I was like, wait a minute. He said, then after you're done filling the water, I want you to jump in the water puddle. I was like, well, okay, took off my socks and I start jumping in this stupid little water puddle because I'm just trying to follow orders. My dad walks in the side. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, son? Why, why are you doing this? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I heard those words and I like, I, I was like, but I thought you told me. He's like, no, what are you talking? No. What, what, why would I ever say to just sit there and jump in a sort of freaking puddle in the family? What are you talking about? And I didn't have a good explanation. And I think that's just how some things work in your brain. It's like, hey, do it. And you're like, well, okay, brain. So it just kind of shot back into this moment where I, I had this stupid little chicken. And I, I let it out. Again, shouldn't have eaten it. But I did. I messed up severely. And I thought about that. Why? You know, you just have this moment. You're like, what am I doing? What am I doing? So anyways, that's kind of how my week has been. And I think that's everything. I have no idea. Probably pretty good, right? So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Full Circuits. I appreciate your time because I know it's hectic. Okay. Listen, family members, everybody that is listening, I, I do want to say it again how much I just appreciate it. That's the only Christmas gift I'm going to need because I love attention. I'm desperate and needy and I like it. It's just who I am. Um, well, we couldn't just end it. We couldn't just end it going getting so close to the end i should have just shut it off it's it's a very valuable thing and the more you grow up and you realize just how busy people are the fact that someone's gonna sit here and listen or watch this just me and whatever this goes to the people too like the random people that find this show and watch it it's i'm not just like you guys watch me hey by the way only appreciative of my family because i know they're busy you guys aren't doing jack all right but anyone who's watching this, I got to say, I always appreciate you guys. It's it's fun. And, you know, you don't got to give me anything for Christmas. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. This has been Full Circus. I have been and always can will continue to be Tristan Sartors. My wrist hurts. I will see you guys in the next episode. And again, don't hurt your neighbor too hard. But it's fine. It's violent. But it's hey, careful out there. Happy holidays. <laughs>